Good evening. This is Adama thanking you for being right where you are in this now moment of eternity. For those of you who are tuning in for the very first time, I welcome you and pray that you find the inspiration to meet me here every Thursday night. For those of you who are tuning via the World Wide Web, thank you so much for caring to be with us than any other place on the planet. For those of you who are the inner circle, the ones who make sure that you're always attuned to this frequency anytime that I'm speaking, I am so grateful and in consistent prayer that you are receiving more inspiration, motivation, insight, and strength of will and determination to dig deep within yourself to reach the heights of yourself and to really initiate a day-to-day due diligence in clearing, cleansing, purifying, renewing, so that you are completely regenerated, rejuvenated, reborn, revitalized, and revivified in the light of the truth that you are this living, loving, intelligent, potent, and immortal point of absolute and supreme intelligence, which is the message that I consistently exalt over time because all of the issues that we deal with in terms of the economics, the politics, the economy, and all of that, all of those issues are temporary. They are issues only relating to how we are oriented in terms of society and culture. But as these points of an absolute and supreme intelligence, there will come a day that is rapidly approaching for most where we will have to leave the planet and we should not be leaving as dead people. And because leaving the planet is destiny for everybody, the way that we live on a day-to-day basis is laying foundation for how we lead, whether we're leaving through the doors of sickness, illness, disease, degradation, suicide, homicide, genocide, or whether we have successfully navigated ourselves upon the planet in Earth residency, really rising to have an understanding and an understanding as to what the purpose in being is, and to have successfully been committed to the purposes in being, in self-mastery, self-controlling, self-actualizing, self-realizing, and being harmonized within the will of existence and the laws of existence that give us the leverage over this world conquering rampage to make sure that we're divided and conquered within every fiber of our own beings, within the very cells of ourselves. And so for those of you who would care to be attuned to this frequency from midnight to six and then Thursdays from midnight to three, I want you to know that you are some of the most powerful spirits on the planet, which is why you are drawn to this quality and this kind of thought and programming and that you don't mind being challenged to rise. You don't mind being reminded that you should be exalting a full life's urge. You should do everything that is within your own power to reclaim your power in walking in the fullness of the integrity of your own authenticity and your authority as this point of the presence of that absolute and supreme intelligence that we refer to as God. Because there is that which is harmonizing. You understand, we're dealing with a planetary uh, issue, a global issue of depopulation and genocide and divisiveness. So it's not a black issue. It's an intelligence issue. It's a life issue. It's, it's a 
qualification for continuance in existence issue for everybody. And we all need to be fully participatory in exalting that full life's urge and doing what is required in order for us to gain the degrees of insight and, and intuition and opening up the doors of our own faculties and the gifts that we have been given by the intelligence of existence to exalt that which is the truth of our being as intelligences of existence. And we are able to be centered in life, to be centered upon this planet in the realization that we dwell in the reality of an absolute and supreme intelligence that is beginningless, endless, infinite, and eternal. And there is nowhere we can go where it is not. It is never absent. It is always present. It is all pervasive. It fills all spaces. It is that which is everywhere. So there's so much more than the air that we're taking in. And we need to breathe fully with the attitude of gratitude and thanksgiving for the blessedness in just being and to realize that our blessings are not based upon how much money we've accumulated and how much uh, investment we've done in stocks and companies and this and that, but being in a place where we are able to respond correctly and directly in any now moment in our exalting the full life's urge in being completely cleared and cleansed and purified, renewed, rebirthed, regenerated, rejuvenated, revitalized and revivified so that we are truly accepting the gifts that are ours so that we're able to be the ones that we are in our now moment to rise to the challenges of doing that which need be done for the reorientation, the realignment and the reestablishment of order and law and love and wisdom and truth and peace and being poised in the reality of this absolute and supreme intelligence so that everything that we do is reflective of our being consistent with that absolute and supreme intelligence. And intelligence does not kill itself, nor does it kill its children, nor does it create industries and whatnot that undermine the earth, Mother Nature and her creatures. We are in a place and space where it is time for our resurrection. It is time for us to really accept duty, obligation, and responsibility to respond correctly and directly in our now moment towards being under siege, to understand that a government that licenses, certifies, and degrees ones to be able to practice sickness, illness, disease, death, and undermining the wellness of the populace is a government and nation and people people who will soon cease to exist. There is no way that you can be continued in existence where you have no commitment to the laws that govern you, where you have no commitment to life, and where your commitments towards profit and money is greater than your commitment to service, your commitment to be uh, who you are as a man, the progenitor of lineages, and who we are as wombed men, the perpetuator of lineages. It is our duty, obligation, and responsibility to be exalting life all the time. There is no way we can be excused of cosmic duty and to be absolved of the trust that we were given by our absolute and supreme intelligence that is the mother father of us all to be in a place where we are so faithless that we would generate a livelihood, generate income 
from perpetuating sickness, illness, disease, death, body parts exchange, murder, mayhem, and all of this garbage and distraction and dysfunction and degradation that is so rampant upon the place, which is the evidence of being completely lawless. Either not knowing the laws, ignoring the laws, not caring to be lawful. And so the only leverage we can have is when we stop following those who have led us astray, stop following and eating like those who have lost their way. To be in a place where we have an understanding and an understanding that our proper alignment and orientation with that intelligence that allows us to stand is the right movement to make. You understand? Aligning with the intelligence of existence, standing on behalf of life itself, functioning in the light of the truth of the all that you are as supreme intelligence personified. And we can't get that quality of, of uh, insight and intuition and wisdom and whatnot to understand what to do in our now moment to one, reverse these issues of sickness, illness, disease, and death. See, how much money we have is neither here nor there when whatever money you have, you're having to spend it trying to regain your health and being in a place and space where we feel entitled to be undermining ourselves that we don't mind being enslaved to a bastardized palate where we are lusting for that which has no life, has no substance, have nothing that the body needs, but we spend so much of our currency, our paper currency, on those things in terms of the uh, sugar products, the alcoholic beverages, the tobacco uh, uh, products, the meat, the dairy, the eggs, the chicken, the ice cream, the pizzas, the cheese, the, all, the breads and all of these things that create mucus and mucus and more mucus and more acidity and holes, the toxins, the chemicals, the preservatives, the uh, BHA, the BHT, the potassium metasulfites and all of these things the nitrates and the nitrites and whatnot. And nobody has properly made an assessment as to what the contraindication of all of these chemicals do in your bloodstream. But this is why we are seeing so much detriment, so much depression, so much um, Alzheimer's and Parkinson's and multiple sclerosis and all these neurological diseases and whatnot. We have more sickness, more illness and more disease than ever before, in spite of the reality that we have more educated, more degreed people, more professional people, more of all of that. We have more obesity, more disease and more degradation. And so our responsibility is to regain our lost light. And we can't do that if we are not conscious and conscientious and caring enough to be very mindful about what it is we're consuming and to understand that anything we're consuming and the reason why we're consuming is to create a certain quality of blood because it is in the quality of blood that lays foundation for the quality of choices, the ability to think. And that's why the temples of God are under siege. 
This is why the methodology of oppression is to oppress us at our cellular functioning. So no matter how much education you have, how much money you have, what you've gained, what you've learned, how many times you've been around the world and the cultures you've studied and how many languages you speak and all of this, none of it really matters if you don't know how to feed yourself. You don't know how to promote optimum cellular functioning. It matters if you have not come to that point in place where you have a desire to exalt a full life's urge. This is how we get leverage in a system of disease, creating fear, inhibition, trepidation. You understand where people feel afraid to do the right thing and become so easily led to do that which should not be done, that which creates pain and suffering and violation and separation and divorce and all of these things. We have to come to that place to have an understanding and understanding that our purpose in being is to be shaped by the hands of angels of light, to really master the quality of virtues that create the character that is consistent with who we are as these points of absolute and supreme intelligence, who we are as sons, S-U-N-S, of that which we refer to as God, which I prefer to refer to as the intelligence of existence, the absolute and supreme intelligence, the cosmic I am, the supreme being directly that has gifted so much of itself to each and every one of us, regardless of what hue of people we are, regardless of what quadrant of the galaxy we touch down upon the earth from. We are all obligated by virtue of each and every breath and every beat of our hearts to exalt a full life's urge, to do nothing, to undermine ourselves, to have a care and a conscientiousness, to add to the blessedness of this life, to develop ourselves so that we are able to invoke and call forth the strength of the legacy of the lineages that we represent, our physical family as well as our spiritual inheritance. And where we don't care to do that which is in our best interest, where we do not care to be able to be successful in becoming who we are, where we are not properly oriented in terms of the effort that should be made on a daily basis to be ordered by virtue of there being laws that govern us and to be in love with those laws because those laws are that which ensure our progression. The lawfulness is what ensures our grace and our protection. The lawfulness is what puts us in a position where we are able to become fully integritous, where we do not do that which need not be done, that we are able to perfect ourselves because that is the work. And the perfection of ourselves does not necessarily mean that that you are not in error in terms of your judgment or choices at some point in time, but it means that you are able to use every situation and circumstances that you've created as growth medium and material, that you are always exalting a full care to become more of the divine one that you are as a child of that which we refer to as God. And for those who would claim to be atheists and whatnot, you still have duty, obligation, and responsibility to be rightly aligned with the laws that govern existence itself so that you are not creating sickness, illness, and disease where you are not uh, indulging your palate in 
in the taste for the flesh and blood of dead animals and the aborted fetuses of chickens and the pus and mucus of cows and all of this stuff. See, this is the problem that we're dealing with in that we have a government that is made up of human beings who are either male or female, regardless of what hues they are. You understand who are not properly oriented in terms of what the purpose and existence upon the planet is. You understand? And then they have a, a, an agenda that is different from exalting a full life's urge. Their agenda is not about facilitating that which creates and ensures the progressive unfoldment of the population. When your government is in bed with uh, private enterprise and other ones who would prefer to poison the food industry, who would prefer to have scientists and have uh, government administrators dictating to you what you can and cannot do with your children, that you have to have permission from these ones to be able to feed your children that which is fruit and vegetation, or they're mandating that you have all of these shots done with your children, that you are injecting your children with all of this poison. They cannot have that kind of power and be all right when they have no real alignment with mother nature and mother earth and that which is light because if they did there would be not it, there would be no necessity to mandate vaccinations and inoculations and whatnot and we must come to understand that this is a part of the ploy of depopulation that america is not only a racist place you understand in terms of having racism or the uh, the common thought that those of us who are of deeper hues, melanin-dominated people are not as human as them. You understand? So that the the, the cards, the, the deck is stacked against us. But understand that when we feed off the flesh of dead animals, the aborted fetuses of chickens, the pus and mucus of cows, when we have rotting pigs and rotting cows and rotting this and rotting that in our systems, we are dysfunctioning. And this is the thing that most of those ones who came forward as scholars and doctor this one and doctor that one and doctor the other one, you understand, in the academia ro uh, world, you understand, they did not call forward and see that what is really happening with us is that we cannot afford to eat the way that Europeans eat as, as a melanin-dominated people. It doesn't do us good. It doesn't do them good either. It is in nobody's best interest to feed off the flesh of dead animals. It poisons the blood. Everybody's body functions harmoniously with life itself. But every cell, all of our cells require water. They require oxygenation. They require minerals. You understand that we are light beings and we should be in a place where we are exalting light, that we are vehicles and vessels of light. And the light is the wisdom of the creator. The light is the way of the creator. The, the light allows us to perceive that which is going to create greater harmony and peace and health and wealth and joy and delight, not sickness, illness, disease and death. A healthy people do not create sickness, illness, disease, and death. And so it's necessary for us to really have an understanding and an understanding that we're dealing with a population, a society that is sick. And those who are governing are sick. You understand? And this is why they have such sickness. 
that is being promoted as legislation. And there should be those of us who have an understanding and understanding that by virtue of the will of existence itself, by virtue of the laws of existence itself, that we as these points of an absolute and supreme intelligence cannot be licensed, certified or degreed to be the legislators and the perpetuators of sickness, illness, disease and death as a livelihood. There should be no way within the earth, upon the earth, beyond the earth, within the hells of the heavens, that there should be companies of people who make sure that poison is being distributed on every corner across and or down the street from every church and then have other ones who are advertising and what not to make us think that poisoning ourselves is chic, that it is the best thing to do, that it's what is bringing greater peace and all of these memories of happy feelings and whatnot from our family reunions and our birthdays. But feeding off the flesh of violated beings as happy meals is cancer. It is heart disease. It is leukemia. It is diabetes. Understand this. This is one of the reasons why they feel like you have to have all of these vaccinations because they are feeding you the rotting flesh of decaying carcasses. And they know that those carcasses are filled with all kinds of pathogens. And so the people who feed you death are not your friends. And when you feed off of death and you feel entitled to be feeding off of death and dead things and that which has no substance whatsoever. And then you turn around and talk about its comfort. Comfort in dying is no comfort at all in truth. Then understand you are your own worst enemy. There is nobody that can do for you what you're not willing to do for yourself. So even if you had somebody who had sense enough in in the government and legislation to stop allowing us to be fed the flesh of dead animals, you all would be the first ones to raise up and say, oh, we, we you can't take our meat from us. Oh, well, you can't take the alcohol from us. Oh, you can't take the sugar from us. Oh, you can't close down these companies. Oh, where are we going to work? I'm, I'm just saying you all would be in a tizzy about the demise of the death industries. You love it so much. And then complain about your suffering, your pain, your disdain, your depression. And then you take drugs and you allow your children to be drugged. And these are the things that we have to stop in order to be completely cleared and cleansed so that we are restored. We have the renewing of our mind because we have the clearing and the cleansing and the reconstitution of our blood. And because our spirits are literally charged on the blood, the life is in the blood. You understand? Our spirits are charged on our blood. So in order for us to have a greater quality of life, we have to create a greater quality of blood, a bloodstream that bears no violation of violated beings, a bloodstream that does not have the pus and mucus of cows and artificial colors, artificial flavor, nitrates and nitrites and antibiotics and hormones and artificial colors and artificial flavors and all of these chemicals and whatnot, a bloodstream that runs like water. You understand where your spirit is light and you have the clarity of mind because the quality of your blood lays foundation for the quality of your thought and the quality of your thought lays foundation for the quality of your choices and the quality of your choices lay foundation for the quality of your character which really affects the way that you are functioning or not as this point of an absolute and supreme intelligence.
And coming to that point in place where you are able to look at what it is you've been doing, what it is you've been socialized to do. And most of us have received very similar socialization in terms of being fed hot dogs and hamburgers and bologna sandwiches and white bread and cheese and pizza and eggs and hogshead cheese and lamb chops and, and goat and oxtails and uh, uh, turkey necks and chicken gizzards and all of this stuff, I'm just saying, is that we have an accumulation of chemicals that are now saturating our brain. And people will be so concerned about the calcification of the pineal gland. The pineal gland is just one part of your whole being. You should be concerned about the whole being. You understand? If you are concerned about the functioning of your pineal gland, then cleanse your whole being. But it's something that we have to do daily. You understand? You never ask, how long do I have to brush my teeth? Well, how long will I have to bathe? Well, when will my toothpaste run out? How long will the soap last me? You understand? You never ask. You don't ask how long the the roll of toilet paper is going to last you. You understand? So when I'm talking to people and I'm giving you what is necessary in order to really be completely cleared and cleansed and purified, just do it daily because we have been poisoned over decades. And what you do daily is going to lay foundation for your results, not what you do every now and again. Not what you did years ago. Well, I used to be vegetarian. And how long were you vegetarian? Well, I was only vegetarian for about three years. I said, but you didn't do the cleansing. So you never really got the benefit. We're in a now moment where we have no wiggle room. You understand? We cannot be out of order. We do not have five years to to be indecisive about whether we want to live or not. Where you do not make a decision to live and to thrive and to cleanse then you have already made a decision to be consistently and continuously on this cataclysmic ride with demise and you are creating disease. And where you have been eating meat, dairy, eggs, chicken, flour, fish, sugar, and all of this stuff and these chemicals and this, and this uh, Raymond noodles and all of these preservatives and all of this stuff, then know that the disease is already established in you. You understand? It takes a long time for these people to figure stuff out. You understand, a lot of times they never find anything unless they're looking for it. It has to slap them in the face. You understand, you got to have the tumor, you know, so big that it cannot be ignored before they can realize it. But it takes these, these cells 20 years of becoming more and more acidic before they begin to mass to the degree to which they can be truly discovered. And then by this time, you talk to the doctors and then they fill you with fear. And then your fear permeates and penetrates every atom and every cell of your being. So even though you may know certain things, your faith is still what is going to lay foundation for your results. I'm here to encourage you to know that you are here to live and to live in love and laughter and, and truth and beauty and wisdom and integrity and high ethic and morality that you are here to represent the legacy of the lineages that you represent, that you are here to serve the purposes of existence in exalting a full life's urge. You are here to serve life itself, not to be complicit and complacent with your own annihilation, subjugation, domination, violation. You understand bastardization, usurpation, devastation, sickness, illness, disease, and death. That is the devil's way. We were told to be in the world and not of it. And to understand that the world is that which the 
governments and the religions and the corporate entities and deities of death have created a mental uh, sphere that constitutes the world. But the earth herself and everything within it, upon it, and beyond it is completely held by virtue of this absolute and supreme intelligence. And we are all so absolutely and divinely blessed with each and every breath and every beat of our hearts. And now is our time to give the glory unto that which beats our heart and that which breathes us. And take your attention from those who are so minimally minded that the, the, the greatest thought they can think of is to kill everybody. These people do not deserve your support. You're in a now moment of eternity where you have the opportunity to be attuned to the voice of resurrection. This is Adama. Good evening. You're in tune to the meeting of the inner circle and this is Adama thanking you for being right where you are in this now moment of eternity. And for those of you who are the inner circle, the ones who make sure that you're always attuned to this frequency at this appointed time, I am so grateful and so thankful for you and your consistent listening and praying that you are consistently inspired, motivated, and determined to walk in the fullness of the all that you are as a living, loving, intelligent, potent, and immortal point of that absolute and supreme presence, whose presence is absolute and supreme, beginningless, endless, infinite, and eternal, and to whom and to which and to all that I consciously commit my whole body, heart, mind, life, soul unto so that I am always exalting it, its way, its laws, its love, its peace, its truth, its Reality as the absolute reality, and there are no ones, regardless of how black or how white, how rich or how whatever, who can outthink it, outlast it, outplan it, outplot it, outdo it. <laughs> the best we could do is to harmonize ourselves with it, and I am encouraging you to care to do that because there is a global initiative that is depopulation and genocide. And these people want you to think that you can enjoy eating and consuming that which has nothing that your body needs, that your food does not have to be good for you, that it can just be good to your taste buds. And it could be cellularly oppressive, constipating, <laughs> poisoning, all of that. And you can feel good about eating it because you have to die from something anyway. And I'm saying, let's not get into death by stupidity frequency. You understand? <laughs> you were given life. We're already in the realm of eternity. And so I'm encouraging you to remember that that which breathes you and that which beats your heart has endured your abuse and violation of yourself, of its gift unto you. And now we're in a place and space where your body's beginning to tell on you with the aches and the pains and the palpitations and all of the stuff that you all are experiencing as a result of having been fed all of this acidifying, intoxicating, inebriating, violating, behavior modifying stuff that they want to call food that is really not nourishing, nutritious. It has nothing that we really, really need. And we're in a place and space where we have to realize that when we feed our children all of this stuff, that we really undermine them. And we cannot really have any real wealth or prosperity when we are out of, a, out of alignment with that which is duty, obligation, and responsibility as men, the progenitor of the lineages, and wombed men, the perpetuator of our lineages. And to not do that to not do it well, to not know how to do it, to not have been educated to understand duty, obligation, and responsibility in what is destiny. I mean, this is what we were destined to do. And for 
even for those who have not borne children through their own loins or wombs, you still have sisters and brothers, nieces and nephews, grandchildren, or you've married ones who have children. And I'm just saying is that duty, obligation, and responsibility as men and wombed men is in the exaltation of life, the perpetuation of lineages, the duty, obligation to glorify and honor the lineages that we represent. But no one can be authorized, licensed, certified, degreed to be the perpetuators of sickness, illness, disease, and death as popular and common activity, collective learning and education in the path of prosperity and, and truly prosper. Because there is law that governs everything, and so there is law that governs our prosperity also. And that which is true prosperity is our consistent application to developing the wealth of ourselves and self-actualizing, self-realizing, and consciously caring to be harmonized with the will of existence, the ways of existence, the laws of existence, and being true to that which is the order of existence, the harmony and the oneness of being, of all being. And now we're in a place where we have to get very serious about our living and to understand that you are the God or the goddess that dwells in that temple and that the methodology of our oppression at the cellular level requires our commitment to liberation that has to happen at the cellular level. And so freeing up from the inside out, regardless of what your job titles are, who signs your paychecks, what you do to generate an income, you are here to serve the purposes of life first and foremost. And where the error has been in the system of things is to sign off on creating the systems of sickness, illness, disease, and death as prosperity and livelihood. And to not understand that there is no good that comes from it. That yes, we may have received degrees from the so-called higher echelons of education in the colleges and university systems to be able to matriculate through the, whatever curriculums and then come out and be able to get jobs. But the jobs that we have when we were never properly fed, nurtured, nourished, or cultivated to understand inherent duty, obligation, and responsibility and being on the planet means that after 10, 20, 30, 40, 50 years of employment or changing jobs to generate money to pay for food, clothing, shelter, uh, utilities, entertainment, and all of the things that we spend money on, at the end of that life, there is death, and we've accepted that, and I'm saying that there is no end to life, and we should not be dying. But if you live your entire life without a care, without a conscientiousness to sit with yourself, to think and consider and contemplate the issues of existence itself, to look at yourself and really determine for yourself the substance and the quality of being 
that you aspire towards. Not just the income bracket or the tax bracket that you want to be in, but to really get to a point of real clarity about how you care to be as man, as womb man, as mother, as father, as husband, as wife, as this point of this absolute and supreme intelligence, that that self-evaluation, that self-knowing, that self-reflection and introspection is a requisite for really attuning, realigning, and being restored in the integrity of yourself. There are many who can say, well, I lost myself in this relationship. I lost myself with with my career objectives. I've lost myself in this, that, or the other. But the whole intention of the system is to make sure that you never find yourself, that you've lost, and you are chasing, say, chasing money, chasing dreams, chasing things, when you are already held completely immersed in the reality of this absolute and supreme presence that is beginningless, endless, infinite, and eternal. And in all of your chasing, in all of your getting, in all of your acquiring, in all of your working, in all of your matriculating, in all of that which you do, you are the greatest gift that you will ever have. And there is nothing that you can work for, beg, borrow, still be awarded or rewarded that is greater than you. And if you truly realize that as truth, then you would not invest more money in your cars than you do yourself. And even to keep your cars running, it requires consistent maintenance, providing the fuel that will give you the greatest degree of performance. But we do not have that kind of care about our own body temples. Or our children. And no matter what is going on in the world, until each individual one of us is completely committed to being whole and being in the integrity of who we are as these points of this absolute and supreme intelligence to understand that there is no such thing as an unconscious person. Everybody is conscious of something, but they're is the evidence that there are those who are not truly loving and honoring the gift that they have been given that is life. And in the gift of life, we have been given inheritance and heritage that is in us, not that can be poured upon us, but that which is already in us, that our education, our religious training, everything should have worked towards our unfoldment. The society, the cultures, the institutions that have taken responsibility to give us an orientation as to what life is and what success in life is, they should have taken the time to get real clear about that for themselves before they ended up trying to influence everything and everybody else and lead them into a path of lawlessness when absolute law governs absolutely everything. And those of us who are in this day and time, it is now our duty, obligation, and responsibility to exalt it, to walk in it, 
to realign ourselves with it, to have an understanding and an understanding to the personal degrees of power that we have, to create and recreate ourselves, our lives, and to be conscientious about the impact and effect that we are having in life on other ones. The degree to which we care to honor life, the degree to which we care to be in the integrity of who and what we are as intelligences of existence, the degree to which we will apply ourselves towards being vivid in our own self-representation as these points of this absolute and supreme intelligence. This is the greatest political consciousness that is possible. And right now we have those who are in government who have mastered certain degrees of application towards particular things, but it does not mean that they can lead you to your light when they themselves have not functioned in harmony with the laws of existence to be consistently exalting the light, to know that the light is that which has the right to triumph, that the light is the only victory and sovereignty possible over all of the ignorance and the ignorance and the stupidity and the wickedness and the sinfulness and the oblivion and the gloom and the oppression and the depression and the warfare and all of this when these people are generating money at the expense of nations and races and species upon the planet, then understand these are not the ones that we should be looking for for leadership in government when they're leading you directly to hell and to an early grave when you should not even have a grave as your destiny or your fate. But when you follow them, when you apply so much of your time and your attention towards them and what they say and what they do to even greater degrees than you acknowledge the wealth of yourself and you develop the wealth of yourself where you even appreciate that which is an essential for your life, which is your breath and the beating of your heart and the sun that shines. The sun has been blazing. You understand? And if it were to God to die and go out, we as a planet and as a planetary people would cease to live because this sun is the light of our world. But then these ones have put you in a position where you think that the life of someone whose life was given to us as a story, that his life was the light of the world, but the, the world is still going. And the sun is still blazing and shining and nobody can estimate or guesstimate how long it's been blazing. But we know that that's something that we've come to depend upon and we trust it. Even though you, we may put on our sunglasses, sunshade, sunscreen, sunblock, go into the air conditioner, can't stand the sun, don't want the sun to be burning our skin because we think that the sun is going to give us cancer. But it's the flesh of the dead animals that are rotting in your intestines and rotting in your body and the acidity and whatnot that is exacerbated with the heat of the sun. You understand in terms of the putrefaction process that is creating the cancer. It's not the sun. But is that what you're reaching for? So we have to come to a place where we really are having an understanding and understanding as to what the real issues are and what the real root of our sickness, illness, and disease is 
and to do something and to do that which is an essential for reversing those issues, nipping it in the bud as we refer to that process of getting clear about what is required and doing what is required. But you have to care to do something different. You have to care and love yourself enough to admit where you are undermining yourself because you cannot complain or you can complain, but you have no, your complaints will lead you to no real proper response where you will not take and make better choices on a daily basis that will enhance, enrich, uplift, inspire, motivate, and give you a greater leverage in clearing, cleansing, purifying, and being renewed in the light of the truth of that which you really are as a living intelligence, as one who is completely immersed in absolute and supreme reality that is divinity and that everything that you have that is yours, you are, you are experiencing it. And for whatever else we may go out and get and possess and have, we only have it for, t- for a little bit of time, but we are with ourselves regardless. And people are losing and have lost themselves to the degree to which they really have no purpose in being. And they are engaged on a daily basis in doing things that undermine their right to exist because they are enjoying the lawlessness or being out of alignment with duty, obligation, purpose, responsibility to exalt life. to consciously care, to cultivate oneself, to take responsibility for being able to respond correctly and directly in any and every now moment, in creating a greater good, a greater wellness, a greater wholeness, to be a vehicle and vessel of supreme intelligence so that you are showing up wherever you are showing up and being an enhancement in whatever the situation and circumstance is towards the greater good. But when we have a society where a man can beat a woman nearly to death and nobody intervene, then it's a problem. When we are in a society where people will gather and pay money to see people beat each other up in the boxing and the wrestling. <laughs> you understand? It's a problem. But we really, we've come to look at it as entertainment and sport. That a man can make more money, generate more money by knocking another man down, beating him till he's bloody and next to death. And generate more income doing that than any occupation that he could have gotten a degree from any college or university. There's a problem and a sickness in the whole society. 
And those who love this are generally the ones who are signing off and saying it's okay for other beings to be mistreated, slaughtered, poisoned, cut up, have their body parts cut up and then fed to you as food. Whether it's hot dogs or hamburgers or spam or lunch meats or deli meats or whatever. To rejoice in your ability to feed off the flesh of other creatures is a glorified form of cannibalism that literally creates all manners of sickness, illness, and disease. But it is so popularly participated with that all of your celebrations or all of their celebrations call for the burning of flesh, the barbecue, the grill. You understand? So I'm just saying is that if you pull away from it and just look at it, you will see literally how bizarre it really is. But it's so common now that we don't question it. But now that you see how much obesity there is, where eight out of 10 people are overweight. And that's children, that's people of all hues. This is affecting absolutely every hue of people, every ethnicity of people, every nation and race of people are dealing with this because the corporate entities and deities of death have had an intention to be global. And so in whatever language, the colors, the symbolism, the shape of their bottles, their logos and whatnot are recognized all over the world. But what is not recognized with them is that these are the corporate entities and deities of death. These are the forces of the devil at work. But because people get up and work for these companies, people that you know, yourself included, perhaps people that you love and whatnot, we divorce ourselves from seeing that these are the things that are having to be checked because no one can be authorized by the will of existence, the laws of existence to be the perpetuators of that which creates cellular oppression, sickness, illness, disease, and death as a livelihood and truly prosper because the way that the laws function is that your harvest will be consistent with the quality and the nature of the seed that you have sown. So where you are sowing the seeds for sickness, illness, and disease, then your harvest is not millions of dollars and being millions and billionaires, even though you may have that because you took whatever money you got from investment in these companies and you invested in those companies and you invested in these companies, but it does not alleviate or circumvent or absolve you of the karmic debt for your participation in the systems of oppression and the businesses that perpetuate sickness, illness, disease, and death. Because this is not the way of life. It is not the will of, of the creator, the intelligence of existence for so many parts of itself, so many ones of itself to kill these ones of itself, to prosper these ones of itself. When there's only the one intelligence that breathes absolutely everything. It's the intelligence of absolutely everything. 
It sees through every eye. It is the center of all beings. And so as we are realizing or allowing the real eye to really see itself as all there is, then when we have the sense enough, the care enough, the attentiveness enough, the concern enough to do nothing to undermine ourselves, then we begin to get leverage over a system that intends to defile the temples of the true spirits of the living God and goddess. A system of government, religion, miseducation, culture, entertainment that perpetuates and exalts lawlessness, wickedness, sinfulness, evil, and death. And this is what we have access to with every flip of the channel, every push of the button. We're in a now moment that requires us to care, to live our lives, not to die our lives. We're in a now moment that requires us to have an understanding and an understanding that your exodus is imminent. That where you have a global population that have lost sight and have lost their inherent purpose for being upon the planet, then you're dealing with a people who literally have nothing else to lose. Because 20, 30, 40, 50, 60, 70 years upon the planet, without ever self-realizing, self-actualizing, harmonizing one's will with the ways of existence, the laws of existence, and having fed on the flesh of dead animals, the aborted fetuses of chickens, the pus and mucus of cows, and all manners of artificial colors, artificial flavors, Nutrisweet, Asparname, uh, Equal, and all of this stuff, the destiny of that is death. But the question is, how long will you be dead in the realm of eternity? And if you leave the planet as a dead person, Will you have a better opportunity through the windows of, and the doors of reincarnation as so many think that they can throw themselves away in this life and come back again for another try? But to be in such degrees of degradation and deprivation and starvation and deficiency and moral turpitude and being in the place where you never applied yourself wholeheartedly towards being whole, then you may not come back with what you even left with. You may have less to, to work with. But either way, you are the one who has to really take time to consider for yourself, what do you want with your life? How do you really care to live the rest of your life? Do you really want to keep to working by the sweat of your brow? What happens if you hurt yourself? What happens when you are in a place where the acidity, the toxicity, all of this stuff has worked to the degree to which you've had heart attacks and strokes and this and that, and you can't work anymore? And so we cannot take lightly the reality that we are being behaviorally modified to be unable to respond to being under siege, where all other intelligences, from the virus to the bacteria, to the gnat, to the mosquito, to the birds, to the bees, to the whales, it doesn't matter. All beings exalt a full life's urge. They know their food. They know their food. They excrete their waste. They know their kind. They perpetuate themselves. And they do respond when they sense that their lives are being threatened. How do we know our behavior has been modified? Because you feel entitled to be doing everything that undermines not only the quality of your life, but the sanctity of the functioning of every fiber and cell of your being, your brain cells, your liver cells, your kidney cells. You are undermining your gifts, your gift, your life, your heart, your organs, your glands. And so therefore, as long as you are a detriment to yourself, then you have no protection and there's no protection 
that you can provide for your families when you are not doing that which is yours to do and honoring the gifts and knowing that you are your greatest gift and the greater ones, the greater gift to you would be your children and therefore, and your grandchildren and your great-grandchildren. Therefore, we are not in a place and position where we can continue to perpetuate all of this artificial food and artificial flavor and artificial colorings and artificial this creating our artificial people, a people who are inauthentic, a people who are steeped in vanity, steeped in that which is superficiality, unresponsive, and not responding appropriately to being under a global initiative that is depopulation and genocide. It is your time to really look at it, to see it for what it is, and to raise completely up so that you are no longer participating by being a detriment to yourself, yourselves, and everyone else. You're in tune to the meeting of the inner circle, and this is Adama, your voice of resurrection and heraldess of the eternal.